What's up, what's good? It's that boy EJ, and you are now tuned in to Major Noise, where we get into interviews and all kind of fun stuff. So make sure you keep it high, keep it live right here on Major Noise with your host, that boy EJ. Be lit with passion. Let's get into it. What's up, what's good? It's that boy EJ rocking out on Major Noise Radio, and today I have X Brody in the building. How you living, man? Doing good, man. That's what's up, bro. It's good to be doing good. I see you got an X tattoo and you got an X on there, and I, I, I assume it just had to mean the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the logo, man. The X, X with the... With the I guess the broken heart on the side, but it's okay. It's it's With the broken like heart a chain, right. but it's like a B as well, so it's kind of X Brody. But it's ah, thinking, thinking. So how'd you come up with the name X Brody? Being a fan of Cole, man. Uh, you know when he came out, you know I had to drop all the weird names I had, and I was like, you know, I was just. A huge fan of him back in the day, so I did X, and then the last last name just kind of kept like a. A mature feel to it, but it wasn't my, you know, actual name. So, how long you been going by that? That was high school. So, so I about yeah, about tenth grade. Right, so the kids in high school knew you as, as an ex Brody. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, it was a, it was a real small school, so everybody just knew me as as me. So okay, so, yeah, ain't really. But how do you, how do you how do you think just transitioning from from that small school to being a big city or the capital? You know what I'm saying? Like, how 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 has that been? I think it's worked pretty well for me because I grew up in an area where we had to talk to people because everybody kind of knew each other. Uh, so that's kind of how I operate in, in these spaces as like the same way where and you're in a town where most people will just kind of walk past each other. I think I stand out just a little bit because I try to build genuine relationships with people and talk to strangers and say, hey, how you doing or where you from and you know, that kind of thing. So facts, you like to interact with people. Mm -hmm. Um, do you like to interact with, with with your audiences when you're on stage? Oh, absolutely. Most of most of my performances is I talk too damn much <laughs> at the performance because I'm trying to like break the ice because I kind of I, I found out that most of the time audiences are more nervous than the uh, artists. Yeah, if you ever ever noticed, like even in church, the pastor can't really get people to put their hands fully in there. It's usually like this because people are just shy to yeah. react. So That's a I, good try point. To, I try I to never thought of that. ice break them so that they can be a little more comfortable with dancing and, and you know doing stuff. The audience may be more nervous. Than the person on stage. Oh, that's why it's terrible to say, "Hey, I'm nervous, guys." That just really shakes them. They're like, "Oh, he nervous? She nervous? Oh, we we really nervous? Now. <laughs> we don't know what's about to happen." So that's crazy. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, because mm -hmm. people really don't want to be be extra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you do gotta warm up the crowd and warm up the audience. For sure. What is the what is the vision or the goal or the or the message that you that you bring to your audiences? Oh man, that that that's a list, man. But uh, one of the biggest things is I'm always pushing uh, protect black women at all costs. Um, you know, it, being able to be accepted regardless of what it is that you're you're doing, as long as it's not harming uh, anybody directly. Uh, I'm always, of course, pushing. You know, the the that the black life matters. Um, and then uh, also pushing the idea of uh, being a male, but also having a, a space to be vulnerable. Um, I'm ne I've never been one of those hyper masculine dudes where I feel like you can't you can't feel things. I mean, I, I was at a, at a point, but I got good black women around me that have like molded and gave me the space to vent and to know it's okay to feel and shit. So like when I'm on stage, I'm kind of giving because you know, regardless of when you're on stage like that, people kind of look up to you. You don't really think it's happening because you know, right. I know, you know, I don't see it the way they see it, yeah. but I'm realizing like I got a space to kind of like the fraternity thing. Once you join, people just yeah. kind of 
look up to you like now I'm just me but they it's do. like they see it so what do you do with that power and I say well I want dudes to know I'm up here being funny and, and, and just myself and vulnerable and, and I'm still as manly as they come I mean, you know I mean? So. and that's a really good way to relate the message because when you said people look up to you I was thinking well they're literally looking up to you because you're on the stage Correct. but then when you related to the frat and of course I'm in the frat I really understand that because um I didn't realize the microscope and the way people looked at to me when I when I joined. I'm just me doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I just wanted to do something. I went and did it. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually you realize like people are looking at you, watching you, following you know what you're doing. Even if you're just the uh, group leader in a project, or or Mm -hmm. even if you're just being in college, sometimes people there's people looking up to you in all kinds of our and areas of life. So it's kind of just remembering that. I feel like we all. You know, not just artists and musicians and people who are trying to put themselves on that pedestal, but everybody's kind of keep that mindset that somebody's looking up. Somebody, man. Even if it's just your younger self, you just you got to be aware of your your power and try to use it. Is your younger self proud of you right now? Absolutely. This me wasn't supposed to be alive, bro. Like not. Not even from like somebody else in the world, kill you know, taking me out. Just myself. I just was not confident. Very insecure. Uh, you know, I got kicked out of my house when I was a kid. So, like, I I grew up in a weird environment where I wasn't around family. So I had this acceptance issue, and which is the reason why I even put myself through the fraternity thing. So now to be able to move like I do so confidently and and just like you know I read books and 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 like I just have gotten this real love of myself and and people, and I just understand what it means to control my energy and I just don't let as much bother me as I did before. The younger me is absolutely right. Like even if I didn't do anything else from here on, I would be he would be all right. That's what's up. Mm. That's what's up. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah me so, too. <laughs> for some, I know you are. Yeah. Uh so have you ever rekindled that uh, relationship with your family? Absolutely, or? man. That's that's part of it. Uh unfortunately, um there's this there's trauma that is just continuously getting passed down. And if you got the opportunity to learn something new, it's not your job to ridicule or to judge those before you that didn't teach you correctly because they all they did was their best right mm-hmm. uh all my mom did at the time was she was you know oh you know super religious and, and that, that came from fear and and things that she was taught and my dad you know he was learning the religion so you know the things that i was doing to me being so open-minded at the time they didn't really know what to do with me which they've apologized for and admitted but my thing was just to teach them because now I'm trying to teach them how to open their minds up to things and to believe in themselves a little more and understand that they're guys of their own lives and and it, you know the, and what it meant really in the Bible about the power of the tongue meaning your brain is not a fortress it's just a sponge and anything that you say your brain will believe and and so now what now that I'm in this space. I, it's, I feel like I'm responsible for that, you know, because they, they took care of me. So, you know, I'm still alive. So right. I ate, <laughs> you know, I was good. So, yeah, the, the relationship is definitely kindled. And, and it's a, just a learning growing between us uh, now. Um, my mom's in like nursing school and shit. So super proud of her for doing that. And, you know, I've, I've been with her um, quite often. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're real good. I, That's what's up. I, I build that with them. So you talked about learning and growing. When did you first learn that you loved music? Or when did you start learning more about music and about your ability to make music? Uh, so that, that happened at a really young age for me. Um, my, my my biological father, of course, he, he well, not of course. I'll take that back. My biological father was not in my life. He left when I was around two years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what? something I just naturally did was I used to write poems and things about how I was feeling. And uh, so I just tried to... Um, 
I eventually started, you know, putting those poems onto beats and, and realizing I was good at it. So I think I realized that I had a, a love and a, an ability when, when you presented it to your friends at school and you seemed to be a little better at it than others were. Right. So I was like, oh, that's, this is my thing. Like, you know, everybody has a thing. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, putting words together is something I do. Telling stories and it's something that I was able to do. So Facts. And you a singer-singer. You singer. <laughs> heard Love that. Tonight. That song was hot, bro. What yeah, made you come up with that? I was um, doing a bunch of openings around Raleigh um, with my, you know, shout out to my manager, Sean Quays and Tim Boss. Thank you for the opportunity. But uh, so I was I was doing openings for Glorilla, Wale, um, and then Lil Baby was coming in town. So I was doing an opening for that and I was like struggling trying to find my sound. This was that insecurity thing I'm telling you about. Like I was like trying to figure out how to make something that was hard or whatever for these clubs because the environments were so grungy. So I was like, trying to make, you know, ask my producer for certain types of beats so I didn't feel embarrassed when I was doing my type of music. So when he came, I just kind of sat in the studio one night and was like, I got to bring me to this club. Like, I got to figure out how do I fit me in this environment and it still work, you know? Right. I asked, I said, yo, I need a beat that's kind of like this. When we kind of hit him with some some ideas about it. He sent it that night. I recorded it. And then I went to go. Just like that? The, and, oh, yeah. I went to go open in the club. Heard it, heard that music play through the club, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, this is it. This is this can again another moment. This could work." Yeah. <laughs> and I brought me to the club, and I felt comfortable. I felt like it's a song that still works in this environment. That's not, I would say, too deep, but you know, so I was able to use some of my writing skills and talents and vocal abilities to put together something that's a, a good vibe for everybody. So that's what's up, and and it is a good track, and it's really awesome to be able to hear how how things evolve, especially how quick things can evolve. Oh, yeah. And, and then the reasons why. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because everybody makes music for different reasons. Yeah. And, and, and not every song was created the same way another song was created. Mm-hmm. But that is leading me to how do you make most of your music? What is the process uh, like? That's a good question. So it usually starts off with getting the beat. Um, I sit with it a while and then I do a lot of mumbling. Um, a lot of very talented artists you'll find do that. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so basically, I mumble ideas that. So if you, that's why I don't like recording with people. Like, be like, hey, pull up to a song together. I'm like, trust me, this process is gonna sound crazy. Uh-huh. I just go in there and I'll, nah, 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 and I'll record the whole, the whole. You record the mumble too, so that I put can... the words in there. You know, okay. it's like okay, and I just kind of just piece it together. I mean, I just, I just literally be in the studio in my house by myself, just like. Sometimes it comes quick, sometimes it don't. A lot of times it's, the song will come to me on the road, so I'll play a beat in the car while I'm driving or in the shower. It'd be in the most awkward places. I got like a thousand voice memos of just like, or if I was at work, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, handling somebody, I'm like, give me one second. I gotta go. I'm in the bathroom, like, let's go work later. And I'm like, how can I help you? Yeah, I'm in the bathroom mumbling. Yeah, and then you like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at next time. But a nice song. Oh, yeah, it comes out of yeah. it. That's crazy. Now, now, I'm not saying this is a good idea. Yeah, but you ever thought of releasing a mumble track? Oh, just mumble and just a friend of mine, 3 a.m. did did a track. He sent me one that he was mumbling like that. With I said, bro, this sound like a song. I like, drop it. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I probably wouldn't do that. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Like, don't take it. This is not expert advice. You know what I'm saying? However, nah, nah, he, you know what I'm saying? To, he's trying to get me canceled. I'm not letting that one happen. I mean, honestly. 
Honestly, if you did do it, you might could throw it on like just throw it on SoundCloud, SoundCloud just something. just up. I gotta do really... it. Throw it somewhere that nobody know about. Yeah, so just make a MySpace, and then just see what happens. Put like five hundred dollars behind it somewhere in India. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, or not India, but you know somewhere in Canada, somewhere well, somewhere not where you're at. So I don't go on our different name or you put it in the X-ray. You can put it under your name because nobody out there is checking for oh, you. I see. Just so put it somewhere where it where, okay. where you haven't been reached yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see what they do. I'm not telling you to do if that. It you know what I'm saying? If it work out, we're going to cut you in check. All right. That's, say that, I'm that's what I'm talking that, about. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And we got it. We got it on camera. But yeah, so what, what's okay. coming next? Speaking of all of that, what is coming next with your music? Deja knows, man. Uh, so I just uh, shot a music video theme, like one of my favorite movies, uh, The Mask, starring Jim Carrey. Um, it was a very black version of it, uh, of course. I love black, I love it all. Um, had some great people show up. Uh, we shot it in Durham um, at this venue called The Fruit. Um, okay. I was dressed up, and everybody was dressed up. The ladies, oh my God. It looked amazing. Um, and, you know, we, we put together uh, just like a mini version of the movie with our own little twist to it. So it's right. a lot in there, like a, even a whole dance number that like five of them learned on the spot. Like On the spot. We just had the dancer show them the dance. And the next thing you know, we doing a whole eight count in the middle of the dance floor. Like, All right. You did the eight count too? Than that. I feel like this is going somewhere. I don't like where it's going. <laughs> I just said it, bro. But I did do it. I was in You did do the eight count. All right, cool. Yeah. That's perfect. Remember yeah. that. I remember. All right, because you know we're going to get into a TikTok. Uh-huh. All right, so if you can dance, we're going to see the moves. And if not, it's all right. It's the grandma just had to watch it. And yeah, he's going to have to see. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're going to have to see what's up with it. Yeah. And speaking of which, you mentioned one thing. You mentioned that the ladies look good. Mm-hmm. And it made me want to ask you, are you a ladies' man or what's going on with your, with your love life? You got the song uh, Love Tonight, but was that? personal or was that just you know what I'm saying or was my okay so what can you say so my love life that is a, it's an interesting question uh so I, I am taken um all right uh I mean I would be hard for somebody like me not to be right I'm just very you know I get, okay I get, got like I said very good support system however very much the ladies man um, always will be I have been since the toddler like I love women and, and that's something I express openly in my relationship uh, which is why y'all always see me out and about doing what I do. You know, I, I am an artist. I kind of live like two lives, if you will. Huh. So, but I don't think most girls could really, to an extent, if if they wanted to get with me, I don't think they would be able to handle the life that comes with that. Because huh. it's a lot. Then like, I'm never, superstar life. I'm never home, bro. Like, I'm huh. always, like, on the go. So, it's like... Class, do you have any children? Careful, no. I don't know of. Okay, nah, I don't have any kids. Well, I got kids. I hope not. Nah, yeah, no, nah, no kids. Nah, not yet. No. But so, but you do want to have them in the future? Ah, uh, you know, it's always like up and down with that, right? Like, you know, there's this bit of selfishness that you know. I think some people just don't want to let go. I haven't seen enough of the world. I've watched people try to push strollers and hold babies on trips since I, I, me, I can barely take care. I can barely pack <laughs> on time to leave, let alone pack for a child. So. No, on that side, but then, you know, I, there's sometimes the fever does hit me when I see, you know, little, little, it's that damn TikTok, man. These little babies on TikTok and shit, they're so say. cute. I know mine's going to be cool. Right. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be so, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, we'll see what happens. So, what is something that you would want to do before you had a kid if you could do anything? Man, I got to do something that people from where I'm from never done, man, is travel the world and really, like, put my best foot forward with, you know, my bucket list, you know, so that, um, you got a bucket list. 
I think, yeah, mentally. Yeah, okay. I think I, I just be wanting to try everything. So, right, you know. Good to know. Give me, like, two things. Ooh, okay. Uh, so, so <laughs> one of them is... My well, my friend is kind of the idea of this, but we're gonna do this little swimming with shark thing. I know it doesn't seem very black of me, but okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can hide that. That one's way on it. Like that's like far down. Yeah, you can hide that. And then I think one that I'm doing soon on my birthday is what we at least what we're planning is that we want to go do a uh, amateur comedy night. I want to actually just right. stand up. And just stand up. Let's see how I go. That'd be cool to see. I rock with that. That's a I'll, good one, right? I rock with that. Yeah, you lost me at swim. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not even sharks. You lost me at swim, but then you added sharks too. It's yeah, too we went skydiving not too long ago, so see? that was not down too. That was crazy because some man was trapped in my back, so that was funny. Yeah, I don't need to fall from to the earth from, from the sky. It is a very... It's a. It's not as bad it. as it sounds, bro. It's, it's so crazy because mm-hmm. it's like, to me, fear is like... I can't last but so long. Once you jump, it's like, fuck it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can't you need to be scared. Now you can't change. You can't it's, change. It's the anticipation part. That you know part, saying? it was just like, I'm already up here. Like, it's just getting in the, in the plane. So you was cooling. I ain't really scared of much. Like, uh, I just, yeah. That, that, so I'd have been freaking out the whole, the whole way there thinking like, I'm on this plane literally. To jump out of this plane, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had to try not to think about it. You, you know gotta, what I'm saying? I think I got an old man strapped to my back. That's it. That was absolutely you know the weird part. It was an old white dude. You know, yeah. I'm sitting in his lap in the plane for like ten minutes as we trying to fly up. Like, I'm like, bro, you gotta at least take me out to dinner. Like, uh, I'll say it right. So he come on, back it up a little more. I'm like, look, man, look, man, I could attach real easy. <laughs> Relax. Nah, but I think the fear thing is really crazy because I've I've come to understand that energy is is simply just that, right? Like you just have to get better at de- de- redefining what the energy is feeling. Like I was telling somebody the other day, have you noticed that people cry when they laugh, cry when they're sad, cry when they're mad, cry just just before a movie, cry? Mm-hmm. So that is just energy leaving the body, but it's all leaving the same way. So. And the energy that you're feeling when you're thinking that you're is fear may not even be fear. You've just been taught to define that that uh, whatever. Endure, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it energy that that feeling of energy. You're you're defining it as as fear, but it's not that. It, it may just be anxious or it excitement. Be it, correct. There's excitement. It, it, it'll it'll feel just like the same feeling of fear. You know. So perfect question. Mm-hmm. Was you've been on a roller coaster before? Yeah, like really, really, really high ones. Mm-hmm. All right. Did it feel like that? Jumping out of a plane and being on a roller coaster, was, it, was there a similar feeling? No. Nah, What's the bro. difference? The difference between that was, I would say like the plane ride kind of felt more like a roller coaster, but roller coasters are more, they jerky a little more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, it's really like, you know, yeah. I don't really care for that feeling like that. It's just kind of throwing you around, and I'm skinny as hell, so I'm boom, just sliding <laughs> the rail, never hits all the way. So uh, the, the, the um, skydiving feels like like a slow motion like movie thing, like no exaggeration. Like you're in a plane, of course the plane's making all this noise, like just and then there's again you're on the tip of the shit and you're like, yo, I'm really about to, and the, the guy that's on you just leans forward, and next thing you know you're like, oh shit, I'm out of this, and you can't hear anything. It's just like, and it's just like. Like I'm flying, like it's like beautiful <laughs> up there. It's like and it's, it's not cool. fast. It's not like you just kind of just like it's like yo, this is crazy. And then once you the shoot, you know, gets pushed down, you just literally like just kind of just sitting in there, and it's like 
you get an opportunity to like see the world in a different view. That's cool. I felt more fear leaning over at the top of like a. I hate that feeling when you lean over a building or something. I don't like oh, that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> that one I can't. But that one was like it. It felt like it wasn't really happening. It was. It, it was almost like when I got to the ground. I was like that wasn't. It's was like an out of body experience because it was. That was so far from something. Anything that I ever done. So you're doing a really good job advocating for it. You, know what you should try it, man. You make it sound. You make it sound like something you I might try it. do. But go go to a place where they actually do it. Like at, you know, that's usually tell you how many successful jumps they've had in comparison to. Nine and, and the where did you do that? We were in, we took well, my friend. She took us out to uh, she took us out. We all went to El Paso, Texas. Okay, she wanted to take a trip that was like outside of just your normal. Let me go to you know, saying Atlanta, get fucked up. Like we was like, now nah, we about to go experience nature and hike and do all type. That's why I said I got a really good group of people around me. Right, that's cool. Let me experience other shit outside of that. So, but yeah, El Paso. Texas. Everybody ain't got that though. That's really cool to have, nah, to have people yeah, that yeah. want to go do stuff. And I don't know if it's just because, you know, all my people ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? We all just, we girls all just graduated. Because girls be making trips, bro. I, I, that's girls be getting to it. That's fact. I can't <laughs> even get my niggas to slide to the crib. Like, we try, we were trying to plan a trip. Girls be getting to it, Yeah, bro. they be like, I'm like, you look on Instagram, they be like, oh, yeah, we over, we overseas. I can barely get y'all on the game at the same time. I'm, I almost got cussed out because my sister uh, was playing a birthday party uh, trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I realized I wouldn't be able to go no more. Like it wasn't. It wouldn't make. It wouldn't be the most feasible for I could go. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But yeah. I, but I had some things I had to take care of. Mm-hmm. And Mama going crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I, I ain't never did no trip for my. It's, it, I, you know what I'm saying? We don't, I don't know why we don't do that. Hey, plan it out and book it. Just go ahead, just book it. That's, That's a good point though. Might gotta hang around more females as <laughs> I actually go somewhere to do something. Bro. A majority of my friends are females. Cause my, uh, my sister's been with. all over. The, my sister's been all over the country. But me personally, I ain't I ain't really seen too much. Only, but the the place that's taking me the furthest, like that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for you, it could be music, or it might just be you know your relationship, or whatever. But for me, it was track. It took me to Sacramento. That's the farthest I've ever been. Tra- oh, running track. Yeah, 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 I ran track. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. So, what would be your your favorite place to to travel to? Anywhere in the world, probably Japan, because I'm like really into anime. Okay, like, pretty heavy. Anime probably goes stupid over there. But um, ain't no way. It's like you know, what I'm saying I feel like it's watered down uh, for us, and it makes sense for us. Oh you know, what I'm saying. Uh, but like, I wouldn't even be able to understand no anime. If I went over there, I feel like, but I feel like it'd be so much better too. Bro, oh my god, dude, I would break. Like my sister's there right now. She's in the military. I'm just so jealous. Not jealous with the military, fuck that. She likes to get to see all the you know you know, it's just I would yeah, I'd probably I'd probably be in heaven, like to go to one of the anime theme parks and I'm a like I'm a super nerd when it comes to all that shit. If it won't that my next thing would be anything dealing with like Disney and shit. Fast. So yeah. Fast not Japan definitely up on everything. They got all the best toys out already you know what I'm saying? You know she whatever. had a, a robot wait, waiter waitress like around Japan Japan living in the future, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know Elon like, Musk gonna go move to Japan one day and he gonna be the founder uh, of something crazy out there. Facts. To the moon and back. Facts. I ain't never going to the moon. If they if nah, they offer the moon trips, nah, you ain't going that, that energy will be defined as fear. Not doing that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, sure. but no, that's mm-hmm. legit though. Because you really may never make it back. It ain't even that. That's just not even really like, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> and it's not something a whole lot of people have done. For me, it's not something that I need to be the first. I know I don't need to be of the first humans to do this. Right, right, right. For yeah, what? Right now. See, <laughs> yeah, I've actually been to, I went to the NASA joint out in Florida. 
uh, a few months back and just like heard about all the trips that didn't go too well. And oh, yeah. I don't need that much excitement. That would have been life. enough for me too. I'm already black in America, so my yeah. life's exciting. It's enough. exciking and enough. I don't need to go looking for that type of trouble. Yeah, definitely don't need sure. to go. You know what I'm saying? Falling out the sky, you might can convince me to do maybe. Yeah, maybe but, do, uh, do a... Uh, do an indoor joint first. Okay, I have. Okay, on my birthday. Not the same though. I tell you that, but it. Uh, how was I, you? How'd you? Did you do well? Yeah, it's sorta, it. sorta. At first, I didn't. I didn't get. The, I didn't get the grasp of it till, till my time was up. I was trapped. I had like. I had like fifteen seconds left, and I'm finally <laughs> doing it right. And he let go of me, and I'm like, "Hey, okay, I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to do." Get your black ass out of there now. Yeah, yeah, I but was running into the wall the whole time, bro. I'm not. Okay, I won't, okay. I won't do it that bad. I won't do it that bad. Hands up, like. <laughs> but yeah, he kept he kept adjusting my 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 telling me where my hands was at or adjusting me. But yeah, like I wasn't falling all over the place. It's just no. I wasn't steady necessarily. That was terrible for me, bro. Yeah, yeah, like right. They hold me the whole time. So, but when you jump out of a plane in a real plane, it was like something that you had to do, or you, mm-hmm. or you was just absolutely. Yeah, you got to keep your hands up because you know I'm open or close or yeah, I open. I think yeah, open and open straight out. Instructor, so I, it was like more like an up type thing because you want obviously you want wind to. So you don't want to go against the wind. You kind of want to your body to be in a way where the wind is kind of curving. Going up, but it's crazy how just one hand movement to the side or whatever can, can throw change your you know whole trajectory. Saying? Yeah, so that's scary. That's why you want somebody, but that's that. energy though. That's energy. That's not fear. It's just, that yeah, might be that just might be adrenaline. It's, yeah, living like is that. on the other side of fear, man. So he said, "What you really like?" Will Smith was talking about like living is like on the other side of fear. Like that's that's where that feeling of like, damn, like. I'm living like it, it, it happens on the other side of anything that you think to yourself like damn I'm scared like well I'm gonna just that's how I live I'm gonna say I'm gonna do it anyway Facts. as a music artist is there anything that, that scares you or is there any fear that you've ever had as an artist I used to be I used to be really you know, much like when I first performed in church man I was my hands were shaking really bad, bro. Uh, right. I would say hitting certain notes is something that I have been more fearful of. Like, I just started being comfortable, like, trying to work, like, do falsettos on stage because, like, I know what it feels like, that awkward moment when you when something cracks or whatever. So, uh, that, uh, it's, see, man, I don't, I, nothing, I have things that, like, I'm, like, nervous about, I say, but it just doesn't cripple me enough. I'm just very, I think bravery is part of fear. So like, I I just have this drive to be like, yeah, I'm gonna beat that though. Like, cause I necessarily I don't necessarily think I'm super comfortable dancing either on stage. Huh. But if you ask anybody, like, yo, this dude always getting started dancing, I'm like, I don't know why. But <laughs> it's just like it's kind of like what I told you with the plans. Like once I jump off, ain't nothing I can do now. So what I usually do on stage, I just do the most. Like whatever the toughest thing I was thinking in my head was, I just do that and it go ahead and it gets me past that that point. So point. as soon as I start, boom, hit a move. You know what I'm saying? It's all right, cool. So I now I already done did it. Now I did it. Yeah, I'll do something slight. Move your hand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So I got an important question. Okay, X Brody, what makes you major? What makes me major? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I think for me, uh. I think it's, I think I used to think of that, but now I'm really super comfortable with just simply existing. I think that's what makes me major, just just the fact that I allow me to exist. I'm not trying to copy or mimic or belong or fit any, in any type of way. You actually got an opportunity to experience my spirit as me. I'm not 
faking it or anything. I'm not doing that. And I think you don't find that with a lot of people. And not because they don't want to be themselves. They just don't feel like they, they, the world will accept them. But I feel like there's like all these people in the world to be truly be you need because you have to be you, right? So I think that's what makes me like pretty pretty dope. That's what's up. So you went from being, you know, that insecure mm-hmm. as, a, as a younger person mm-hmm. to finally putting whatever you have to offer, whatever is you, out into the world. Yeah. And it has to be an amazing feeling. It is. It is, man. It's just... Uh, Sometimes you kind of feel like you're alone in that space because you're around people that aren't quite to that level. So it's just like, damn, like if I could get everybody, I'm, I'm like, I, I really want to teach, you know, so I'll be wanting people to be around. But it does feel good, man, to, to finally be. And it's, I think things come in patterns. Like it's not always like that. Every day I'm not always feeling, you know, myself the, the best, but. I, I read like my one of my favorite books is the four agreements right and one of the the four agreements is to be impeccable with your words I, I try to speak myself out of those bad moments when I start talking like down about about myself or over you know second guessing things I try to like use my words correctly you know? fast you ever thought about teaching I do I think in just real life though I don't really have to be I don't want to be you don't have to be in a class or nah, I don't want to be because I feel like anytime you sign up for something like that you're kind of in a way to, to, to deal with a curriculum. I mean, there's probably plenty of teachers that got so much to offer, but they can't because they got to get you in this curriculum to pass this and to test that. And then the, everything isn't as absolute as we try to make it. Nothing's really true. There's no black and white to really anything. All Half the shit's made up, more than half of it. Right. And you got people out here killing each other over somebody's idea from God. You don't even know. But <laughs> like, yeah, so, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, like, I just, like, for me, I just, like, I teach at dinners, man. I teach when I'm on stage. I teach when people have questions about something. Like, I just offer whatever knowledge I have. Um, you know, I try not to be, give unsolicited advice. I just, I, you know, I wait for those that want to learn or want to know something to, to, to ask. But a lot of times I'm teaching myself. So, I feel like when you yeah, you probably like you probably give good advice to people, but a lot of times you you realize you're giving yourself that advice at the same time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'm every time uh, actually correct, right? So <laughs> it's like damn, if I could take that advice though, I'd be I'd be, I'd be, forced, <laughs> I that everybody I'd be a forced to reckon with. Get, it's easy to give to give the advice, but to actually apply it and use it, yeah. like I had to remember remind myself anytime I give somebody advice, I'm like, you know what? That's probably something I need to be here. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure I'm doing this first. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I don't want to be a hypocrite, but we can't help it. We can see through everybody's problems and get and say something but then we can't even do that for our own uh, situation sometimes yeah but lately I've been just doing uh-huh. I ain't got very much to talk about just do it you know and I've just been uh, allowing my light to shine just by being myself you know and letting people kind of experience me and then and I guess it helps I'm not but like I said I'm not trying to consider myself to be better than anybody or I'm wiser you know wise person knows that they know nothing so Okay. I don't know shit. I just, That's what they say. I just experience stuff, and I can tell you my observation. But I ain't gonna say your religion is right, mine is wrong, this, that. And I, I think we. I just, I took, a, I took a moment in my life, which is like one of the scariest things. But I just unlearned everything. And religion, science, area. I, I said I want to relearn and experience the stuff for myself now. I see you. So I'm kind of on that little journey. And as I go, okay. on, I just come across people and kind of, kind of chat it up, and maybe you know, pass a little bit of things that I've learned along the way. Right. What made you do that? When was this? By unlearning the world yeah. or everything. Maybe about a year or two ago, two, three. I've always been that way, though. Even when I, I grew up in the church, I used to, like, um, 
I, I would have to preach or if he's like teach a class like uh, Sunday school, I would have to teach like age like 11. Um, but I was interpreting the Bible so much different than people, right? And, and then the adults were like, I just didn't take, you know, everything at face value. I don't care what you say. I need to, I need you to show me that this, I need the same. If you say gravity exists, every time I drop this, it better fall. <laughs> every it, if it time. don't fall one time, one time, then there's a flaw to your idea. So that's kind of, <laughs> it's hard for me these days because it's like, <clears throat> I've always questioned everything and I'm not like, not nah, obviously, like I said, I'm not scared of much. And it, even, even the fear that they tried to put on black people with this, you know, Christianity thing. And that's like not knocking anybody that is Christian. I'm just not scared to ask questions. I'm not scared to say, Hey, I don't like in the Bible that it says slaves obey your master. Like, that seems like somebody threw a little something in there. That ain't yeah. no don't make sense to me. You see what I'm saying? So that. like, I'm cool with questioning that, you know? So that's why I'm like, okay, you know what? Where can you find truth? You can find truth where there's consistency amongst the masses, right? Mm -hmm. So there's parts in the Bible that say, you know, your, your uh, whatever you say is what you shall receive. You can find that idea in, in Christianity and Catholic and Buddhism and science and philosophy. So guess what? That's more than likely a truth. Then you got... Uh, let's say one religion says you, girls can't wear jeans. Whoa, <laughs> let's compare it with everything. <laughs> that ain't that mean. might not be true. I mean, that look like somebody threw some of their some of their own feelings in that. So I kind of just disregard that idea. You see what I mean? So all of it, I just kind of like I I test it like I would test any other theory, Sorry. and over and over again, and see where it fits. And I think where I've come to understand is that you know the most important thing is that we are guys of our own lives and that I have the ability to choose who I want to be and how I want to be and how I want to love and all that. So I, I kind of control that narrative. I like, and I, and I like that now because now I know that my destiny is controlled by my choices. Okay. You know, it's crazy. Like when I tell you like everything could be seen different, for example, they say faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains, right? Somebody had told me a while back, like they think like if you have a small amount of faith, you can do crazy things, right? That would make sense to somebody to say, but I thought about it. How can you have twenty five percent of faith? That's you can't pers you can't say I got a little faith. I could do it. That's not what. <laughs> so let's let's interpret it different. Do you know what a mustard seed is? Mm -hmm. It's a very small, slippery seed, and it's really hard to hold on to. So now let, listen to that same statement. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move out. If you can hold on, even when it's hard to do something. You can do great things. Okay. That works in every idea. So, boom, I, I could take that one. Let's keep that one and keep it in our pocket and let's use it. But you see what I mean? But you got people that are in these high places just saying shit. And they got people out here lost in the world wondering why nothing's changing for them because they're praying as hard as they can and doing this and that. And it's like, why well, ain't nothing happening? Where's the magic that, that, you know, that's supposed to be coming from the skies? That ain't coming. <laughs> it's not. We saw it happen during slavery and all the, all the we've been going through. There ain't nothing magical going to happen. Jesus told his disciples, look, man, I, I ain't doing nothing magical. I'm simply showing you what it is to to believe in something 100% and you can change it because if you tell that water to heal your body, it's going to heal you, bro. If you tell you if you tell yourself that you're a genius, that you can do anything, you can do that. So that's kind of how I, I operate and I move off of those ideas. So that's, that's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about this whole Instagram trend where all these people are talking about like Christianity isn't a, isn't a black religion or, or that, or, or trying to, I guess, trying to tell people that they shouldn't be Christian because of slavery? Um, I, I try, like, like I said, I don't like the, you know, I try not to, again, I don't tell anybody whether what their idea is right or wrong. Cause uh, again, I don't know. Right. They could be right. Who knows? But I will say, you know, it's, for anybody that believes something wholeheartedly, do your research, right? Because if you don't, 
you're just as bad as the people that are out here just being racist because they're simply going off of some idea that someone taught them and they believe it wholeheartedly. There are white people out here that truly believe they are the chosen people and that black people are just barbaric, animal-ass people, and they, and they believe it. How can you judge that person, but you follow a religion that would be, you know what I'm saying, that's beat into you, and if you know how you're going to burn for eternal damnation, and you treat your gay gay cousin like shit because it is, because, you know, it's like, it don't make sense. Don't, so I can't, sense. so I just think like, bro, don't. I just say don't blindly follow anything. Test it for yourself and see if it works because when you when you follow something blindly, you never know who you're stepping on while you're doing that. Because when you put a name to it, whatever that name starts to uh, push or ideas that it starts to push, it starts to, it, 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 it affects you. For example, like the Black Lives Matter movement, right? The lady apparently stole money or stealing millions of dollars from folks. So now, like, when you try to, you see what I mean? Yeah. So you got to be careful with what names you're attaching yourself with because it can get a little... Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I say I tell people to do what they want as long as it isn't harming no one else, you know, but just don't be like loud and wrong, right? Don't just loud be saying, yeah, you can't, you don't, you can't just, I just think it's weird to say that something is true because it's written in a book that I can tear a page out of. Now, had this been some magical book at the top of the mountain that you had to journey for two years to get to and fight off a dragon, and you can't alter it, I'd have been like, oh yeah, that's true, can't fight that. Okay. But they literally print these in a the factory, bro. Like, it's a Harry Potter book. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. any, any, it's, it's thousands of religions out there in the world. Who am I to say that somebody's just wrong? Like, yeah, I just can't put my, push myself to do that. But for me, like I said earlier, I find truth where there's consistency amongst the masses. So whatever makes sense or around the board and it isn't harming a group of individuals. So I just lead by love. And that's, I think that's how Jesus was. Jesus was a real person. I feel like all of, all of our leaders that walk this earth, they, they had a consistent concept is to love your neighbor as you love yourself and to love yourself more, you know, as, as, as much as you can. And when you do that, a lot of all the other things kind of fall in. You won't kill people. You won't steal from people. You, you know, that's that, important. It just, exactly. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't steal from yourself. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't kill yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you really exactly. love yourself. Correct. Correct. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. So I got a phrase of my body. What I want you to do is try to define this phrase mm -hmm. in your own terms, right. in your own words. Mm -hmm. The phrase is be lit with passion. The phrase is be lit with passion. Be lit with passion. And you want me to do what now? Uh, just kind of try what to define that, that. Like, yeah, what, like when you hear it, what do you think? Uh, I mean, if I told you, hey, be lit with passion, okay, bro. I would think you would tell me to exist because that's being, you know, uh, light to the world and be is like I don't know another word for passion, but I feel like to be confident in what it. Uh, what it is that you believe in, like you know, don't dim your light for nothing. You know, be okay. be loud, as loud about it. Like, yo, I am the best. Like, that's, right. you know, that's how I feel. I'm gonna copyright that phrase one day. You should. But the reason why I I ask people this is because for a long time I've been always telling people that's kind of my catchphrase is be a little passion. Mm -hmm. And I'm ne and and until recently I didn't start thinking like, let me ask somebody what does that mean? What what can they see? Because when I when I when I see that I, I always look at it as more of like a Everything you do, do it to the fullest. Mm -hmm. But always look for those positives. Always look for that. You know what I'm saying? Even in bad times, don't stay there. Look for some positives and right. stuff like that. So that's kind of how I always took it. But then I realized like it can mean it can mean so much more than that. Yeah. And, and so, you know what I'm saying? Having people that really think uh, as consciously as you do, it's cool to hear you say that because what you said is actually a really great definition. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And it lets you know, because like, you do have to let one, your light shine, you know what I'm saying, be 
exist. Like I like all of that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And 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 that kind of just lets you know that that the things you say, like like you were saying earlier, do transcend. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even a, it's not even a normal sentence. Right. Technically, it's not even grammatically correct. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you still were able to get the exact kind of meaning. I feel like that's a human trait that we all have that we don't tap into. Is that we can we understand our brain it will understand and work through a thing mm-hmm. without us consciously thinking that we did you know absolutely like and I think one way that we can look at that do you speak any other languages I I am like I'm Spanish I can read it write it decently right but do you, do you have you ever noticed in your life that if you look at something in a different language you could tell what it meant absolutely I feel like or that's music especially okay cool yeah. yeah so I feel like that's something that that kind of every Every human has that we just haven't tapped into yet. Perfect. We don't use that much of our brain anyway, apparently. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. I don't even know what that means. But, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but I, but I don't know. If, I mean, what if all of our brain ain't usable? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. what if some of it is just to store? What if it's some of it just to run functions? Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to make stuff happen, you know? Like, what what is... That's a whole... That's a whole other thing. That's a, that's a whole other thing. So we're going to jump right back into into, into music. And your artistry, your shows. Okay. Um, oh, you have merchandise out? Yeah, man. So the hoodie's about to come back out. So they have the nice. they have the logo with the, you know, the heart is lifted on it. Um, by the way, that that heart isn't a broken heart. Ain't nothing broken about me no more. That's, it stands for two sides of the same heart. It's 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 okay. all one person, but I think people can be multifaceted. There's so much to me. So when you listen to my music, it's not gonna be just love and that. You gonna hear other things. You know, like make my shift and that drop about. I not make my shit. If I, uh, black man just got killed. White man getting no shit. So I get fucked by his. Like I, I talk about that, but I also talk about being out doing whatever. So, uh, but yeah. So uh, the the hoodies, um, probably coming out with a chocolate colored one uh, with okay. the, with the red and white. I think it's gonna be a good look. And then I'm trying to make a hat like this. I just gotta find out to make a, a heart patch. And then you know, yeah, I, I want to make nice. it where I wear either either my shit or some black on shit. I don't want no more. You don't want to wear nothing else. Nope. That's, that's cool. why I'm really buy clothes. Like you also got Nikes on though. I'm I know about man. that. I see, I ain't know. I ain't met nobody that made a cool shoe yet. That you know. Wow. Uh, you I ain't met them yet. I'm sure they out there, but oh yeah, but for sure. Yeah, I, I rock. I got a couple pair of shoes that ain't ain't like your top. Like I just went in I just cause they look cool. I you know I'm a rocker, but of course I'm always try to put that bread into a, a brother's hand that I a sister that I, I can I can touch. You know. Right. You up. I'd rather have your shit on. I need a little more. That's a cool trait. But just make sure your shit on point, though. Because a lot of people don't have that. No. Mentality, at least. Eh, you know, like I said, now, some people assume that you're supposed to, like, just because you're black or just because your friend you're supposed to buy. I don't mean that. I tell people, don't fucking say, I don't ever go around the club, like, follow me, bro, follow me, bro, here, check this song out. I, I, don't, I don't do none of that shit. I perform first and then earn your, your ability to, then I come in and just talk to you naturally. And you're like, yo, I really like that song. Where can I find it? Uh, then I'll I, I share it with you because every every just because you have a product, I mean, everybody's where you could you could open a, a steak shop right now. My my girl would never shop; she's vegan. So you, I mean, so that just wouldn't work. So uh, it it ain't a personal thing. It's just you know make sure your your shit fits your audience. And then also if you selling something, make sure it's on point. Like don't 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 come out with you know you just you just started printing shirts and your shit kind of you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I don't even anybody buying it like it's a, it's a reason that people buy these things because they they feel good they look good it's put together well now it is hard because black folks don't own a lot of shit so we got to charge a little extra because we don't own the 
the material. Right. We, we may own the design, but you have to charge for that. I got to buy the hoodie and the hoodie, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. X amount of dollars and shipping and handling. I have my own warehouse. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like. So I got to pay somebody at a warehouse. That part, like, so I'm like, I don't mind buying it if it's quality, though. Like, I got a couple of Injects that I wear a lot of that. It's my, one of my fraternity brothers. He, he got a really good brand. Like, it's insane, bro. I'd be so. I'd be like, man, if I could just think of that shit for my own merch. Uh, what does he sell? Uh, he sells hoodies, shirts, track pants, uh, hats. I mean, like he got the he got the whole like clothing line type thing. Not you know, not just like the artist. You know, we got like a t shirt with a you know song name on it or something. Like he actually has like stuff you want to wear. Like it's it's crazy. Right, yeah, he's right. solid. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So that's definitely something that that interests you uh, getting into. Uh, oh yeah, getting this merch. Yeah, getting it because they got like I do. Like I don't got cards, and everybody want no damn card. I just got my bracelet, my name on it, and right. logo. So like, you get those card. out? Yeah, yeah, here you go. All right, what's up? What's yeah, up? keep them on me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's how I. It's that's how. <laughs> that's how I uh got it. People, it's easy to forget people. So like, I try to like, you gotta have something to go home with. You know, what I'm saying right. like after the performance. You get in your car, you listen to your favorite artist. Probably won't be me that night. Oh, damn. That was a old boy. He had that song. You know, yeah. my name on it. It's easy. My name's the same on anything. So you're going to find me. That's much cooler than, than a business card. You know, like, that, everyone was scared. That's mad game, bro. Right. I mean, it costs a lot more now to have wristbands than business cards. You know, 100 business cards, like $12. For sure. But. That's mad game, though. Yeah, this lasts a little longer. You want to throw yeah. that on? You, throw, you got your all black on? It ain't, it's, it's thin. Somebody be like, damn, who, who bracelet is that? Oh, that's, that's uh, oh, shit, that's old boy. Yeah, that's ex Brody. Thank you. Know, I like that. That's a, that's a good business mindset. Do you have any businesses that you want to start? We already do that. You know, so my manager is a, uh, he's into a lot of business outside of just like, he don't even do the music shit. Like, he just was like a dude that just was like, yo, you tough. Like, you got a manager type thing. He met me back when he was, uh, Working at the same store, um, but uh, he um, we do like properties and stuff. So we had an Airbnb recently. We had to shut that down there. Um, buying in the properties, you know that type of thing. We actually That's got cool. a, we got a, a a huge property out in Mooresville, um, event space. So like I mean like one of the rooms holds like twelve hundred people. There's just one room, other like nine hundred. Other you know, it's very. We just trying to have through most of the streams of income. So that's what's up, man. That's the goal for everybody. Mm-hmm. I know I need. I got multiples. They're just not big enough yet. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Just, just getting the practice and having that hand in, and having that having that business on my side. I think it definitely goes far. Yeah, uh, especially in music. Oh, we yeah. got three albums right now, I believe, on Apple Music. Two of them are in twenty twenty. One was in twenty twenty one, which means there's one there's one coming this year, right? Yeah, two sides of the same heart. Uh, I delete a lot of shit too because I was just like. I have the music on, right? I'm say about selling your product. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, and, yeah. and we talked about taking your own advice. Yeah, for sure. So that's, um, that's an example right there. Yeah, so right now, uh, it's, it's, I'm starting to look at it more from a business standpoint more now that I'm like talking to labels and dealing with things like that and really understanding the industry. Like, it's expensive to push your album, let alone one song. Like, this one song alone has, has already been thousands like, into it. Right. Just to try to get traction. I, I haven't even done any like promo behind it where, you know, first you know, streams or anything like that because I wanted to really reach the people organically. Um, but yeah, and once it gets cold, cold time is my time. Like that love tonight don't really show my kind of music for it. Like that's okay. just a, a vibe. But like my music is very like, it gets, it's very lyrical, thought, you know, very, very chill. 
ride down the road nighttime music. Facts. But you can do both. It's just cool. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that, man. But yeah, it's uh, two sides of the same heart. That should be. I usually drop around my birthday in November, so right. big Scorpio season. Okay, okay. Shout out to y'all. I don't know nothing about what that means. Yeah. I don't get into the whole moons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't knocking it though. It might. Hey, who knows? Yeah. Maybe when you born, the moon just hit you know? your body different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who knows? But um, do you have any shows coming up? I don't give me mind, bro. A lot of this is so. It's like. It just happens. It like this interview. It's just okay, like, right. I just, you just be where you need to be when you yeah. need to be there. Hey, I do that. Do an interview. I was like, all right, cool. So I put me on the calendar. I know I got some stuff in Atlanta coming up uh, next month. Okay. I, I won some competition to uh, go perform out there, and um, trying to get up to South by Southwest, but uh, and then eventually get brave enough to just that bravery thing I was talking about. Yeah. Do it and putting together my own show. I believe in that. I can get some people. That's yeah. scary. I know, I know, I know it seemed like it, but like, bro, (laughs) it's so crazy. I have not done that because I'm like not really from the area. And I know a lot of people have a lot of people that come to their shows because they kind of grew up here. That's his old boy from around the way. So they get their, at least their 10, 15 friends from that. I just, I'm just starting to meet people. Uh, Social media don't show no damn body anything. So that's, that, that doesn't help, you know. So I just been a little, that's, that's my book. Right, right. Well, you know, you can get that. Yeah, we're working on it, man. I, we're going to try. I think we want to do something really big, though. Since we got the big venue space, well, we might do it like both the big artists. And hit, up, yeah, hit up Major Noise, too. And collab with you, you know what I'm saying? Oh. And do whatever right. it is that we work something out. You know what I'm saying? We always down to work with people. That's why, that's why we're sitting here right now. For sure. And um, For sure, yeah. before we go, though, tell everybody where they can find you. Where they can find your music, not find you, but they can yeah, find nah, you, you know, yeah. your, your music. Take the people out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and everything, your links, your merch, websites, and all of that. Yeah, everything's real simple. Uh, X Brody, that's X B R O D I E on any streaming platform. Uh, Instagram is where I usually post most of my information. Uh, so, yeah, just, uh, you know, I hate using the word talking. People say that too much now. But yeah, just <laughs> check me out. Uh, and hit me up if you like it, if you want to work, if you need to book me for something, or something, just X bro. Facts. Well, there you have it, folks. I am that boy EJ signing off with X bro. Let's get into it. But that's how I Put it with your pretty ass friends, Baby girl, show me what it is, Cause you know, and I know that you don't wanna fall up in love tonight. You don't wanna fall up in love tonight Thought I told you not to wear the shit he bought for you You want a good time, hell that's all I brought for you Good vibes, good weed, a couple alcoholics He got designer, hell I pulled you in some watch your Cause they know me and you nigga just to what you call it I'm in a section with the baddest of the bitches You would think I had a couple bitches Hold on, let me pause for the picture They be bad in the bitch, 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 bitch.